Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping well out there in podcast land. Yeah, you guessed it. Another week has rolled around. It's now the 7th of July and it almost feels like uh, an entire year has passed. (laughs) This past week has been insane. There's been so much news and stuff that we have to get through on this week's pod. Plus, we have a huge topic of the week, which I'm sure will draw some strong opinions and uh, <clears throat> we're looking forward to the listener mail on that one. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting into this week's pod. So we have to say a huge thank you at the very outset for tuning in, for clicking that download button. Each and every week we introduce more people to what we do here on The Big Rab Show, which is talk about the love of our amazing instrument, the great Highland bagpipe, and that of its people as well. So yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. And there's been a bit of that not too long ago, so we'll talk about that. But yes, don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we have a Patreon. Yes, yes, I know, yawn. But yeah, it's a great way to help support the show. Every click of support really does mean the world to us and helps us keep the wheels turning. Uh, But also, you guys get your hands on loads of extra stuff. Now, this past week or so, you guys have really been getting a lot over there on Patreon. Um... There's been some quite exclusive interviews, uh, little video clips and such, uh, because, yes, we're getting closer to our beer tent event, of course. Yes, that's just around the corner, actually. Uh, So, in case you haven't got the date in your calendar, why haven't you? You really should. 14th of August, Big Rab Show beer tent. Don't make any plans. It's happening, folks. Uh, But... Yeah, we've been having a serious amount of good fun preparing for that. And there's been a lot of extra Patreon content as a result. And um, yeah, a lot of that is being released at the moment for Patreon-only subscribers. So yeah, if you do fancy seeing some of the behind-the-scenes goings-on of the arrangements and stuff, and we've got a lot of stuff over there on Patreon now. Um, So it's its own thing. It's its own animal. So yeah, if you do fancy supporting the show, then you can. And then you get access to all of that extra stuff. And um, you guys over there on Patreon, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. There's so much over there. There's our weekly catch-up of Fuse. There's Big Rab Show Plus. There's all sorts of interviews and things that I haven't seen the light of day are over there on Patreon. I'm saying no more. Saying no more, and there's actually quite a big one back there that we dropped on everyone, and they weren't expecting it. They were like, oh my god. Anyway, shut up, Rob, you're going to spoil it. <laughs> go to Patreon, check it out, click support, and you'll get access to it. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. Alrighty, let's get into this week's pod, shall we? Because there's so much to get through. Uh, right. <laughs> Listener mail. Yes, with each and every podcast, we love to start our show with listener mail. Now, at the end of last week's podcast, we did ask you guys to share your opinions about what makes the ideal or the perfect pipe major. And the perfect or ideal 
lead drummer. Now, we have got absolutely nothing back from you guys. Uh, we got a few complaints and stuff about last week's episode saying that... Uh, it was, yeah, pretty, yeah, a lot of you didn't really like it, saying that it was terrible and a waste of an episode. So, yeah, we might do some hater mail coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, another episode of hater mail, which is one of our most popular episodes that we've ever done. Uh, <laughs> ever. Yeah, so we may well revisit hater mail. We did get some following last week's pod, so um, we'll get to that uh, eventually. But yes, we did ask you guys the question, what would make the ideal pipe major? What would make the ideal lead tipper? And we got nothing. We have nothing back so far. So yeah, don't be shy. Let us know your thoughts. What would you think would make the ideal pipe major? Does everyone in the piping scene look towards the likes of Stuart Little, Richard Parks, Alan Tully, you know, these guys who are playing at the top flight, you know, are they the ideal pipe major? Or are they a hard taskmaster and just really difficult to play with? Yeah, you know, for different people, it requires different leadership, you know? So I guess, hey, I guess those guys are doing a good job because they are where they are. But uh, yeah, we want to know your opinions. What would make the best pipe major? What would make the best lead tipper? And uh, yeah, we will incorporate your answers into a future show. So again, our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. All right. Now, we did get an email in here from Christopher Gordon. Hi, Christopher. He's saying, Red Deer Big Rab Show, I recently found your podcast and I'm enjoying it. Well, thank you, Christopher. He said, I started learning pipes late in life here in the United States. My band was gracious enough to pay for me and my wife to go to the North American Academy of Piping and Drumming this coming week in North Carolina. Wow, that's really quite cool. Uh, said he's looking forward to the experience and continuing to listen to your podcast. So, talking about us. There you go. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know very much about this. The North American Academy of Piping and Drumming? Hmm. Christopher, I'd like to know more information on that. And even if, yeah, if you are listening, mate, and you want to give your band a shout out to say thanks, then, yeah, let us know who the band is and we'll big them up. Um... But, yeah, I'm interested to know more about this, Piping and Drumming Academy. Um, yeah, very interesting. Apparently, it's coming up this week in North Carolina, and I don't know, I don't have any information on it. So, interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, so, there you go, Christopher. Thank you so much for your email, mate. And like anyone else, if you are interested in getting a shout here on the podcast, any questions, queries at all, or even just to say hi to Joe down the end of the road, he might be listening, then definitely email us in. A big rab show at the gmail.com. So, speaking of folks who are learning bagpiping and stuff at the moment and picking the pipes up for the first time and whatnot, uh, can I just say that I'm right there with you with the struggle? Uh, my own piping, uh, yeah, I'm getting to a very frustrating stage where I'm really having to get bogged down in the detail. Andrew Shilliday is my tutor and he'll be listening right now and he'll be nodding his head going, yes, yes, we're at that weird stage now with my piping. Um, I have to go from playing really large, big, deliberate grace notes to little, small, tiny grace notes, uh, but still have them timed perfectly uh, and all the rest. So I'm sure you pipers out there will know what I'm talking about and the drummers are like, what? What are you talking about? Grace notes? What? Yeah, I'm having now to reduce the size of my grace notes to better improve my playing, I suppose. So, does that make any sense? 
Probably not. But this last number of lessons, that's really what I've been struggling with, just with the timing and everything. And uh, if anything, I've been pointed in the direction by a number of people, actually, to our own uh, promotion that's ongoing at the moment with Piper's Dojo. Do you like the way I work that in there? (laughs) But seriously, yeah, I think it's an amazing tool for Piper's to be able to delve into, kind of like a bit of a reference, and delve in, get what you need, I suppose, and help develop your plan and gain some bagpipe freedom. And that's what they're calling it. Yeah, the bagpipe freedom process. So I think at this point, I'll just let the promo do the talking. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now, but you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Aye, indeed. Grace notes. Don't even get me started. I have spent forever practicing trying to get these grace notes smaller. <laughs> uh, put the chanter down. I've got a podcast to do. Uh, yeah, so if you are interested in that promotion, then definitely go take advantage of it. Like I said, it's completely tailor-made, so you do get a bit of a one-to-one at the beginning uh, when you first sign up, and they do tailor-make the program to help you. And Yeah, you know, with me experiencing this kind of awkward stage in my playing, you know, I'm not quite advanced level and I'm not quite beginner. I'm not playing scales anymore, you know. I'm now kind of working my way through tunes and finding that I have to, you know, work on my timing a little better. So, yeah, perhaps the dojo could help a piper like me and a piper like you guys. So do take advantage of it. Completely tailor-made and it's available now. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. Yeah. Now... Speaking of dojo, yeah, for all of you guys who pre-ordered your book from Mr. Andrew Douglas, you guys should already have a copy of it by now. Uh, It was released on July 4th, so Independence Day. Happy Independence Day! Yeah, shout out to Independence Day folks over there in the United States. Hope you all had the best time. Uh, But yeah, shout out to Andrew on the release of his new book. And to Camille as well. Now, I have to say, Camille and Andrew both appeared on the Chandarad podcast's uh, recent recording of it. I don't think it's actually been released yet, but hopefully that'll be out soon. And it was quite an interesting conversation about the creation of the book and everything with both Andrew and Camille both. So quite an interesting conversation there. But we've had Andrew on the show before telling us all about the book and why you should get it. Uh, so, yeah, just congratulations on the release. We haven't actually got our copy yet. Um, hmm. I suppose with Northern Ireland being 
multiple, multiple thousands of miles away, then, uh, yeah, thanks to international shipping, it still hasn't arrived. But hopefully it'll get here shortly and we can delve into it. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, go and check that out. It's all available. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. All the links on the promotions and whatnot is there. If you are interested, go and check it out. It's all up there now. Alrighty. Let's get into it. Let's, yes, at this point in the show, you guessed it. <laughs> yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Enjoyment. Ah, yes, indeed. Enjoyment. Now, the reason that is the word of the week this week is because we do feel that people out there are getting particularly stressed with their playing. Now, yeah, the feeling that we're getting here in the Big Rab Show team is that everyone is working insanely hard to get back into playing form. We've spoken to quite a number of people, both from, you know, from grade 4B all the way up to the top flight, and everyone is experiencing the same thing. They're having to work off the rust. You know, those fingers that haven't played any hornpipes or reels in months and months and months, and then you suddenly ask them, right, come on, we're now playing, you know, Dusty Miller or... (laughs) So a blistering tune, and they're like, what? What's going on? So, yes, I just have to remind you all, as much as we're trying our best to get back into competitive ways, get back onto the grass again, and thump out the tunes and lift those trophies, I have to remind you about the enjoyment of the music. Sometimes we just have to take a step back and realize, I lifted that instrument in the first place because... Well, number one, I either enjoy the way it sounds or I enjoy playing it, you know? So, guys, take some time from your preparation for whatever event that's coming up, be it this year or next year, and just take stock and remind yourself that you lifted that instrument because you enjoy it. And uh, even with my own practice, with my own piping, like I've been saying, that I've been getting quite frustrated with the process of getting my timing correct. And uh, yeah, as frustrating as it is, I do remind myself that, you know, I love this. This is fun. You know, sometimes I'm a bit sick like that. I enjoy the grind sometimes. Sitting and wood shopping, you know, grace notes like that. I actually enjoy it. I'm a bit weird. So, uh <laughs> You know, do something that you enjoy with your instrument. So for me, with drumming, I love playing six eights. I don't know what it is. Something about six eight uh, drum scores. I just can play them all day. Love them. Uh, so yeah, uh, this week I lifted out sticks, thumped my way through some six eight scores, and yeah, just reminded myself that I really love drumming as much as piping. So there you go. Enjoyment is this week's word of the week and uh yeah we want to enforce it yeah with you guys listening out there that are struggling right now just remember your enjoyment not just of the music your instrument but of each other as well i suppose we are reconnecting with everyone so um yeah enjoy the crack folks enjoy the crack Alrighty. Now, you guessed it it's that point in the show possibly one of our favorite parts of the big rap show podcast yeah after word of the week it comes this one yeah it's time for Weekly Drone. So, Aaron, have we got a Weekly Drone this week? The Weekly Drone. The 
joys of returning to in-person band practice. Dearest Rab, I write from across the pond where we have fully returned to in-person band practice, and thank goodness. I would rather drag my testicles through broken glass than have to endure another attempt at band via Zoom. And what a pleasure it has been to throw our masks to the wind, shave our COVID beards, and be reminded why we used to hate going to band back in the before times. My heart swelled with joy the first time we were able to gather somewhat regularly again, and I could once more enjoy the skirl of people who hadn't practised since the Trump administration. The blatant flops and blips of countless crossing noises accumulated over quarantine, and the resounding sadness of the pipe major's disappointment seeping into the very air with which we had huffed and puffed to fill our bags once more. I had almost forgotten what it was like to attempt to finish a sentence or call out a tune list without some crayon-eating snare drummer tapping out random nonsense at deafening volume during every break, or the joys of attempting to tune pipes that hadn't been hemped or maintained since 2019. As we return to piping normalcy around the world, remember to enjoy the little things. Like taking heaping chugs from the whiskey flask in the bathroom on breaks to numb the pain of bad attacks and cutoffs, to crying in the shower post-practice as you realise you've dedicated years and thousands of dollars to utter kilted mediocrity. Looking forward to seeing everyone again next time they hold the worlds in 2025. The week with Drone. <laughs> oh, weekly droner! Come on, come on, man! You sound so depressed, <laughs> and it all sort of flies in the face of what we just said for word of the week of enjoyment. Now, I take umbrage at uh, the comment there with crayon eating drummers tapping nonsense in between. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Uh, that was funny. So. Yes, we are going through quite a difficult stage in the piping scene. And I have to say, it is felt the world over. Like we just heard there in the United States. Those guys have been back to in-person practice now for quite a while. And uh, yeah, specifically, definitely longer than ourselves here in the UK, that's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, to hear that they're struggling just as much as he us here in the UK... Yeah, it kind of warms the heart. Do you know what I mean? That we're all in this together. Yes, pipes that haven't been hemmed since 2019. uh, Crossing noises and mistakes that haven't been corrected since the Trump administration. Uh, Yeah, you have a way with words, Weekly Droner. Uh, But uh, yes, I think entirely accurate. We're all in the same boat, folks. And that's why our word of the week this week is to step back and just remind yourself that you used to enjoy playing this instrument at one time. And uh, yeah, before you know it, we will be back on the grass again. I know the Weekly Droner said that the world is in 2025. I hope that's not the case. I'm hoping that there will be a world next year with a bit of luck. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? But at the moment, we're rebuilding and trying to find our enjoyment of the music. So I hope you find your joy. 
at Weekly Droner, wherever you are. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. And if you guys want to send in your own Weekly Drone, you can, of course. It's completely anonymous. There's no identifying factors at all. No email addresses, nothing like that but swap hands. You can go to our website, bigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. And that's what you do. You just fill in the online form. And yeah, send us your thoughts, warts and all. And we'll bring them here to the podcast to discuss at length. There you are. Okay, so as much as we're rebuilding and getting back into playing ways, just be safe in the knowledge that you're not alone. We're all in this together, and uh, yeah, <laughs> we will all hemp our drones together. <laughs> Indeed. All right, let's get into some actual news. Oh my goodness, right. That's, what goodness? This is nearly 20 minutes into the pod, and we haven't got into the news yet. Wow, let's get into some piping news, shall we? Now, I want to give a mention to the music service for pipes and drums here locally in Northern Ireland. They have announced that they're going to be running a small pipe session in the second fiddle bar in Warring Street in Belfast. So for locals here in Northern Ireland who are looking for some small piping, then that's where you go. Uh, The first session actually is going to be held on the 8th of July, so just tomorrow at 9pm in the second fiddle bar in Belfast. And that's going to have Kenny Qua and Ian Burroughs. So there you are. So if you are interested, go and check it out. Go and support the music service for Pipes and Drums and enjoy a small pipe session. Not bad. There you go. So not a bad way to start your week then if you want to start it off with some small piping. Grant, I have to say a shout to Ali Levesque. His pre-orders for his tune books, Volume 1 and Volume 2, is now closed. So anyone who's looking to specially pre-order a book from Ali Levesque, uh, you're out of luck. I think it's all but closed now. Uh, so... Yeah, go and check it out, Ali Levesque's website, where you can go and either pre-order or actually order it. <laughs> it's, I know it sounds confusing, but for those who are looking to get the pre-orders, I think it's all but closed right now. So, yeah, you're out of luck. There you go. But you can still purchase them. There you go. Okay, I have to give a mention to the Major Sinclair Memorial. Go on, the Sinclair! Yeah! Now, why am I giving them a shout this week? Well, they've actually announced something really quite special. Free... Drumming lessons from primary six upwards. Now, this is really amazing. Now, sticks and drum pads will be available from the band. You can't purchase them from them, of course. But, yeah, they're encouraging everyone from primary six age and above. And they are giving free drum lessons. So, if you are interested, then you can contact Matthew Shaw, of course, or anyone from the Major Sinclair Memorial, and they will give you full details. Uh, so, if you have your own patent sticks, then you don't have that, you know, that cost. So, you can just arrive and learn how to drum. So, yeah, free drum lessons, thanks to the Major Sinclair Memorial Pipe Band. Go on, the Sinclair! Yep! I have to do that each time I mention them, don't I? So, yeah, shout out to the Sinclair, <laughs> giving out free drum lessons there. So, yeah, really quite exciting stuff. Now, speaking of exciting stuff, I have to give a mention uh, to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, who, yeah, they've been up to something this last while. Now, we do know that the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland will be hosting uh, a live concert, well, a pre-recorded concert, that as live, I suppose, that will be presented at this year's Pipe and Live Festival. We spoke about it on last week's podcast. Well... It would appear that the National Youth Pipe Band have been recording some stuff. Yeah, in the National Piping Centre. Now, there's various little photographs and 
not much in the way of video clips, uh, but yeah, we know they're up to something. They've been working away behind the scenes, and uh, yeah, from all intents and purposes, there's a lot of familiar faces there from the National Youth Pipe Band, and uh, yeah, we're very excited to see what they have to produce. And yeah, have I told you that I can't wait for Piping Live this year? It's gonna be ridiculous! Yeah, and I don't know if those early bird tickets are still available, by the way. Uh, So if you did manage to get them, then you're in luck. But if you didn't manage to get them, then hi, we did warn you. Uh, So yeah, go and check it out, the Piping Live website. Full listings and stuff are up there. Do yourself a favour. If you're a piping fan at all, you really need to check out the Piping Live Festival this year. It's going to be insane. But yeah, shout out to the National Youth Pipe Band. We know you're up to something. We've seen the backstagey stuff. And uh, yeah, we want to know more. But I guess we're going to find out in a few weeks' time at Piping Live. Now, I have to give props to the guys at the Red Hot Chili Pipers. (laughs) Yeah, they were back in action. Yep, on the 4th of July here in the UK. They had various little corporate gigs around the UK getting back into playing ways. Now, I say these were small affairs. They weren't their usual big arena gigs. Um, yeah, little corporate things that they do for companies and stuff. And uh, yeah, the Red Hot Chili Pipers were playing in the absolute lashing rain. I have never seen weather like it. And to see these guys playing electric guitar and bagpipes and that that were all mic'd up, it made you kind of nervous because it was really really lashing it down uh but the guys at the chilies they they danced in the rain man they made it their own and the music was amazing (laughs) so yeah shout out to the red hot chili pipers who were back in playing form even though the weather was terrible uh so yeah if anything their video of that performance i think they played at uh what was a lotus kind of i think it was like a car dealership or something that videos went kind of viral where the guys were just splashing about in puddles playing tunes. It was just the best crack. So, yeah, shout out to the Red Hot Chili Pipers and that viral video. I have to say it was all sorts of great entertainment. And, uh, yeah, we wish you as well for the future gigs coming up, guys, because we know that you're heading out on a big UK tour soon. So, hmm, there you go. Belfast is actually one of their dates, actually. So, yeah, for those of you here in Northern Ireland that want to see the Chilies, go and have a look at the Waterfront box office. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I think I promoted it well before. So, yeah, go and have a look at that. Now, shout out to the Cleland Memorial Pipe Band here in Northern Ireland who've managed to gather up and play again in public. The band themselves had the pleasure of accompanying the Abbey Lodge on their 105th anniversary of the Battle of the Somme last Thursday in Bangor. So the band themselves were out marching, playing tunes, and absolutely sounding amazing. I've seen various different video clips and stuff of the Cleland Memorial, and uh, seriously, you would never think that they were in lockdown and hadn't played together in months. They sounded incredible. So, yeah, thank you guys for taking part in that anniversary uh, parade there in Bangor for the Battle of the Somme commemoration. And, yeah, it just sounded absolutely amazing, so shout-out to you guys. Okay. I have to give a mention this week to Dan Nevins, good friend of the show. Of course, he is launching his brand new book called Peabrook is for Everyone. We've had him on the show before and uh, he told us all about the book and what it's going to be in it. Well, he's, he's now launched the book launch event. He's told us all about it, when it's going to happen, all that stuff. So, yeah, for full information, you can check out the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We've shared it all out there. It's going to be happening on August 10th as part of the Pipe and Life Festival and... Uh, 
it, I'm not going to tell you exactly everything that's going to be happening because I want you to go and check it out for yourself. But shout out to Dan. P-Rick is for everyone. It's going to be a fantastic new launch book. And uh, the event itself looks as if it's going to be incredible. I'm really looking forward to watching this. Uh, so there you go. You have heard it here first that the uh, yeah, P-Rick is for everyone book launch is going to be held on August 10th. There you are. Shout out to Dan. Dan, you absolute legend. Alrighty, I have to give a bit of a plug this week. Now, I was mentioning the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They put out an announcement recently as well that they will also be appearing at the Breakout on the Prom Festival. Yes, this will be held in October in Kilcoddy, which is G1 territory. Go on, G1! Yeah, G1 actually are based in Kilcoddy. Kilcoddy, if you, if you aren't aware. Uh, but yeah, there's some big name artists appearing at this. You know, we have, of course, Red Hot Chili Pipers. We also have Big Country. Do you remember them? We had Aswad as well. Artists like Gun. We have Cameron Barnes as well as performing at this. Some amazing, amazing artists as part of this festival. So go and check it out. More information, of course, is available on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. The Breakout on the Prom Festival, which will be heard in Kirkcaldy on in october actually yeah uh so go and check it out full ticket information on that is available there you are go and check it out Alrighty, i have to give a mention to turf and district pipe band they announced something really quite special that's going to be happening on august 20th yeah now this caught us by surprise it is a piping recital by none other than pipe major stuart little yeah, Stuart Little's going to be holding a piping recital at the is it the Delegate Castle at Delgati. This is stuff that Rab got wrong. Yeah, Delgati Castle. Now I I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. I've almost put money on it. But yeah, shout out to Turf and District who are hosting this. And uh, yes, a chance for you to hear one of the great masters of the Highland bagpipe. Go and check out Stuart Little, who's given a recital on August 20th. Now, as far as I'm aware, this is in person. You can actually buy tickets for this and attend. Go and check out Turf and District's social media, where they have provided information on how you can get your tickets. Tickets are 25 quid, so they are kind of pricey, but that's for a reason. They are fundraising, of course, uh, but also this is your chance to spend an evening for an entire piping recital with Pipe Major Stuart Little, and we haven't been able to do anything like that in forever. So there you are. Go shout out to Turf and District and this piping recital by Pipe Major Stuart Little. That's going to be really something special, and that's on August 20th. So look forward to that. Also, I have to mention, we didn't talk about this earlier, but the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, well, this upcoming weekend, thanks to D2 Percussion, they're going to be holding an online drum clinic. Yeah, and they're also holding drop-in sessions as well, where you can actually attend. So, yeah, I'll read you the press release, okay? The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland Drumming Confidence Builder Drop-In Sessions. Bit of a mouthful. As part of the Confidence Builder Outreach Strand, this weekend, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are offering a relaxed, free, open session for drummers to come along and work with D2 Percussion Director David Henderson and David Ross. This was aimed at anyone who is perhaps a little rusty after a year or so of not playing and to try and get you all back up and running again. Now, it's absolutely free and it'll be held on the 9th and 10th of July. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already happened. Uh, but um, yeah, the workshops themselves will last for about an hour and they will be held on Zoom. Full information, of course, is available on the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland social media. They have provided the links and everything where you can tune in via Zoom or I think you can, you know, 
actually turn up in person. I may be wrong on that, but I'll need to double check my research. Uh, but yes, shout out to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland and this confidence builder drop-in session uh, with two sessions, one being run on Friday night and the next on Saturday 10th. That's going to be all sorts of interesting. So there you are. If you are working off the rust off the old hands, then, yeah, go and take advantage of that. And also, a shout-out to the British Drum Company as well, because I think they're involved in this as well themselves, uh, of course, with their axial drums. Uh, so D2 Percussion uh, actually uploaded a lot of stuff on their social media over the weekend with things that they were filming for this session. And they were, it involves actually changing heads on the axial drums. So they show you how they work and how to tune them and such. So really quite interesting. So, yeah. Like I said, if you are interested in that, it's available this upcoming weekend, Friday and Saturday. Go and check it out. Alrighty. We're nearly through the news section, folks. Hang in there. I'm doing what I can to get through this as fast as I possibly can. I have to give a very brief mention to the Ulster Scots Community Network here in Northern Ireland. I did mention last week on the show that they have released funding for various small events. And that is still running. So their small events grants are available. So if you do plan on running a small event that your band will be attending or something like that, then... Go and give them a shout. Their full details on how to apply is up there. But also they've released information on how to get funding or possible funding uh, for music tuition in your band as well. So if your band is going to be doing like outreach, different things and possible tuition courses and stuff, then the Ulster Scots Agency could possibly help you with some funding. So for more information, like I said, go and check out either the Ulster Scots Community Network or the Ulster Scots Agency themselves for full information on how to apply. There you are. So just wanted to give it a mention this week because I do know some bands out there that could really benefit from that. So go and check that out at your leisure. Go and tell your band secretary, hey, you know, this thing happened and we can get possible funding for it. Can can you go and check it out? So there you are. You've been told. Alrighty. Now, I have to give a mention to the RSPBA themselves for a couple of little news stories that dropped, and uh, I'm sure you might be aware of them. Well, the first one I want to talk about is the RSPBA Summer School. Yes, registration for this is currently open, and yeah, whenever you read the advert for it, they do tell you that registration spots are limited. Yeah, so the RSPBA is pleased to announce Dates for the Summer School 2021. It'll be held on the 2nd of August until the 5th. There you are. You've been told. Yeah, it's going to be strictly limited, though, to 24 drummers and 36 pipers. Now, that seems oddly specific. I don't know why, but, yeah, we understand that if this is going to be held in person, they really have to limit numbers and keep people safe. So, they have registration details now on the RSPBA website. Go and have a look at that. There's also a £20 registration fee. And all pipers and drummers must be aged over 10. There you are. Uh, so you have to follow out different details about whether you can sight read, what your experience level is, if you've ever been graded as a player or a soloist, all that sort of stuff. So all the information's up there now on the RSPBA website. Go and check it out. As far as I'm aware, I don't know if it's available for international folks. So... Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. So, but yeah, go and check it out at your leisure. If you do want to apply, then yeah, good luck. I don't know how the selection process will work for that, but yeah, we're hoping for the best for that. So, give everyone an opportunity. Okay. Also, when we're talking about the RSPBA themselves, of course, you guys are going to know about the big elephant in the room that we haven't mentioned yet the cancellation of the World Solo Drumming Championships. Now, this news dropped on the 1st of July, 
and really knocked us for six. We had absolutely no clue that this was coming. If anything, we were holding on to hope that the World Solos was going to go ahead in October. Now, we do know that other events in October last year did manage to go ahead during the height of the pandemic. Events such as the Glenfiddich and others were able to you know, go ahead with in-person competition with all sorts of rules and regulations in place. I'm sure you guys remember the Glenfiddich last year where they didn't have an audience. Uh, you know, the judges were separated and, you know, there was perspex everywhere. And uh, the players themselves had like a big one-way system where they never actually met each other. They didn't see each other. <laughs> it was a very strange setup. But for those of us at home, we were able to tune in online, of course, and enjoy the championship, you know. Uh, so they were still able to hold it and run the event. And that did kind of give us hope for the World Solo Drumming Championship this year in 2021. As you guys know, restrictions here in the UK have been easing and we were clinging on to hope that the Worlds would, would happen. So whenever the news drop, dropped on the first, wow, it was a bit of a bombshell. And I have to say, the amount of drummers that reached out to us here on the Big Rab Show and said, you guys need to talk about this, this is awful news. And... Yeah, we are aware that a lot of drummers out there were furiously preparing for this event and it was really kind of a lighthouse for a lot of drummers that they were using this as a point of focus to prepare and play for and then come October, then do their best to lift that trophy, you know? And now it's been cancelled. That's now gone. But I have to say it has been cancelled for completely the right reasons. So as much as we are disappointed by this, I have to say we're not sugarcoating it. It's rubbish. It's really quite terrible that this is cancelled. But at the same time, we completely understand why. Whenever you read the statement that RSPBA came out with their website, it actually gave us good explanation why the plug was pulled. And this is really unusual, but we did get a, quite a good explanation to say why. So to read the whole statement, in general, it's the World Solo Drumming Championships, due to take place in Glasgow in October, have been cancelled as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The event, which would normally attract drummers from around the world to compete, is expected to return to Glasgow in 2022. So we've got that assurance. goes on to say, The World Solo Drumming Championships is delivered on behalf of the RSPBA by the charity Glasgow Life and is supported by Event Scotland and Adandi Drums. It is the second time the World Solo Drumming Championships have been cancelled because of COVID. Kevin Riley, of course, the new chairman of RSPBA, put a, a statement and he said, we don't want to cancel events that would normally attract people from around the world, but no one can predict what restrictions might be in place in October. And I have to say he's 100% right. Naturally, we would... But we, along with our sponsor and Dante Drums, are very disappointed. But I very much hope that we will be welcoming the best drummers in the world back to Glasgow next year. And I have to say, that honestly is on the money. And this is really quite shocking from a brand new chairman, you know, to communicate like this. It's really refreshing and to actually have, you know, a real direction here to say why it was cancelled. So we completely understand. But at the same time, we can't sugarcoat it. It is rubbish, and we know a lot of drummers out there will be bitterly disappointed with this cancellation and have a ton of questions, and oh, why, 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 and finger-pointing and such. 
So, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we kind of want to lay rest to the finger pointing and laying blame on the doorstep of people and everything. But rather than doing that, yeah, we reached out and spoke to one of the guys that we knew was going to be taking part in the World Solos. And uh, yeah, we got his opinion on the thing. So, yeah, we got chatting to R.M. McLean. So, welcome to the podcast, uh, a well-known face to the podcast at this stage, R.M. McLean. How are you, R.M.? Hey, Rob. How's it going? Not so bad, mate. Uh, yeah, we've just talked about the news story about the world solos being cancelled, mate. And I know myself that you had plans to actually compete at the solos this year. Yeah, it sort of took a wee bit of a redundancy out the last three or four times that I've been on, just for work reasons and, mm. and, and, and personal reasons and stuff like that there. But um, no, I had sort of got myself with the lockdown. I had been cracking away at a lot of new scores and sort of had got myself into the mind frame of I was going to give it another whiz and see how I got on. Um, yeah. Wasn't looking forward to the half six starts in the morning to start warming <laughs> up, but uh, uh, yeah, I was going to give it a go anyway. So no, that's it. And then with this news that broke there on the 1st of July, it's had a huge impact on a load of players, not just, well, not just yourself, but for all of the drumming world, really. Um, I don't know. <laughs> how did you feel whenever you read the news, Arm? I was disappointed at Rab in a way. Um, you know, it, the, the the kind of feeling I got behind it was, you know, this is good. We'll get the, the August solos in Cookstown and that'll serve as a kind of a warm-up and see where we're at and get the... Hmm, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot more... But get get some of the cobwebs blowing off and then at least come the world solos, we might have a, you know... We, we'll know a wee bit better where we stand. But, yeah, um, yeah disappointing, but... You know, at the end of the day, it's 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 still, you know, the world is still not back to normality, and Aye. we not just have to we just have to go with the flow at the minute. You know. Well, this current chat is just testament to that. Mate, we're doing this over Zoom instead of in person. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I know. I know. So I know, yeah, it's crazy. I completely understand. It's all to keep people safe. You know, I completely agree with that. But at the same time. A lot of players have bound have been putting in preparation, getting ready for this. Um, so I know you had been preparing, but had anybody else in St. Joseph's been preparing for the event? Yeah, um, a couple of guys were, were, were getting stuff set up and ready to go. And a couple of us have been chatting away. And, you know, my plan was to try and get as many of the guys, you know, if it was coming across, was to maybe use it as maybe a weekend or a day trip or a couple of days to get away as a, a bunch. Because I haven't. Aye really had that with the guys yet as such because we literally our last band practice was a was a Tuesday night and literally everything shut on the Thursday so um yeah. yeah we 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 haven't had the chance to even sort of get away and really bond as such but um yeah. no the guys I was you know that would have been something that we were would have been working to and and I know there was a lot of other guys out there as well that were aiming to mm. to use this as a uh, more of a motivation thing, Rob, to try and get ourselves back into a mind frame of um, one competing and two, obviously having something to actually compete for or to take to practice for. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know the mind frame out there at the minute. Speaking to a lot of different people that you know, they love pipe bands and they want to get back to pipe bands, but at the minute they're just finding motivation hard because there's nothing really there to actually. Yeah, drive for you know play for 100 percent. some of us some of us do this here for the sheer enjoyment of the music and which i will never take away from anybody because yeah um th- there's times whenever i just want to do that 
but at the end of the day, there's a, there's you know pipe band competitions, or you know, as a big competitive scene for me personally. Mm-hmm. And you know, I go there to show what I've put the hard work into, and you know, try and do as best as I can. And that I know that's you know, there's obviously people that go out there and just they just want to enjoy it and play, and they, play don't really, it. Yeah. they don't really mind how they play, and which is listen, which is totally fine. Um, because there's some days where I wish I could have felt like that after I played. <laughs> um, but um, no, it was more to you know, the more the disappointment of okay, we're we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer, and then yeah. obviously seeing the football and stuff like that on, and you know, things are going to be opening up and live music and 500 people and that you know, it it, it was just sort of like. It is. It's disappointing, you know, especially yeah. when we're seeing other events, you know, running around it. I know what you mean, but at the same time, completely understand it's all about personal safety. Um, when you think yeah. about the world solos, you would normally have a few international players flying in from far afield, you know. So it's about protecting those folks too, Aaron, I suppose, you know. It is. Well, if you look, you know, two or three of the guys in the top 12 are international, you know, you'd be, mm. you probably have maybe 30 max you know, flying in between the states, and I suppose you've got people coming from Northern Ireland to Scotland, the, the, from the Republic of Ireland, you've yeah, got people yeah. from England, Wales, and parts of Europe. So at the end of the day, you're bringing all these people into into a, a, a school, yeah, which into a small space, yeah, into a small space, and, yeah, yeah, and to, to have it outside as well, you're you're talking mega, 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 mega money to, to run something to prepare it for outside and. Oh, I- Totally. Yeah. You would you wouldn't expect anybody to you know, you would need somebody to come in with mega money to say here, there's a state of the art tent that you can all yeah. play under, but even <laughs> at that, like you know, there's there's serious amount of drummers out there and um that, that play at these things. So it, it, it's a hard one that logistically, you know, until yeah. this thing goes away, it's it, no matter what you do logistically it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a nightmare. So I have to say, this, like you say, would have been a launch pad for a lot of drummers then into the 2022 season. Now that it's gone, does that mean now that the focus is just next season, Aaron? But what are you guys going to be working towards now? I think, um, yeah, I, I think the tough one is, Rob, is, is actually working towards getting back together again into an environment where we can we can actually practice and benefit from the practice. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a, again, again, it sort of swings and roundabouts. Some people are different than others and I don't judge anybody by what they do, but it, I go to practice to benefit from the practice. I, I don't go to practice because I have to, I have to go and turn up. I go to practice because the way I ran the core every night I went um, and, and Gar, he was my right hand man. And so Joseph's um, will, will tell you, um, I had a plan for every band practice and that plan was to execute that by the end of the night. Um, so I wasn't, so I wasn't turning up and not knowing what, what I was going to do or just doing something for the sake of it was more, it was constructive. Um, and I, I tried to base it around that just be, just be experienced and learning from different things before. And, um, it's, it's getting back. It's, looking forward to getting back to a stage where it can be constructive again because going and going down standing in a field and you're standing two meters apart we all know it's 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 okay uh, like, but it's not productive i know what you mean no yeah no and and, and, and at the end of the day 
we have people traveling, you know, obviously I, I'm traveling a fair bit mm-hmm. um, because I'm buying a home living and we have people traveling up from Limerick, which is basically from, ba- you know, the same distance, but same coming distance. from up the way. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be bringing people out, especially when it's not 100% safe, you know, for something that they're not, you know, it's not going to benefit them not for. So it's getting back yeah. to that stage where, it's getting back to that stage where we can sort of, sit around the table and even you know the social distance the thing maybe leans up there you know gets a wee bit more lenient and we can even you know even if they throw masks on at least we can operate with a mask so yeah uh, you know yeah. at least we can sit around the table and but it is it, it, you know things are a lot lesser up here now you know that yourself but there's still there's still a lot of people the, the numbers have started to rise again i know it's not mm. severe thank thank god for that but um, the numbers are still rising, so again, we just have to be careful of what's going on, you know. Hundred percent. And if anything, what I'll do here is I'll actually show the RSPBA website here uh, for those on Patreon who are checking out the video right now. Um, here is the RSPBA website, and the actual the chairman himself, Kevin Riley, says we don't want to cancel events that would normally attract people from around the world, but no one can predict what restrictions might be in place in October. And he's hundred percent right. You know, <clears throat> so we we don't have a time machine. We have no clue what the restrictions will be. <laughs> so none of us can tell. So yeah, you're quite right, Aaron. When you're talking about restrictions easing now, God knows what it's going to be like in October. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. Look, there's there's you know we can all we can all sit back and point the finger at people here and their fighting center, but at the end of the day, um. I wouldn't like to put the blame on anybody, you know. If if no, all no, all it would no. take, all it would take would be the one person to to maybe get it, and and, and maybe the worst case happen, and yeah, you know, you would ne- you would never, you know, no, that's it, over the head of, over the head of a competition, you know, you would you would never sort of let that down, no, you know, exactly. Yeah, so I think the RSPBA made a pretty difficult decision here. Yes, a load of drummers out there are disappointed, and I could definitely say that drummers are disappointed about this, but I do think it's the right decision at the same time, you know, keeping folks protected. And yeah, we'll have to wait another 12 months or so. (laughs) Yeah, again, again, you know, I know it's difficult out there for people who can see the football and, and, I, and I did see a few comments and, and posts online about, you know, why can this happen and why can ours not happen? But at the end of the day, personally, I believe that, that them things shouldn't just be happening just yet, you know. No. Yeah. But that, but that's, that again, that's my personal opinion on it. So, mm. but, but as I say, everybody will have their own say on it. But as you say, it's just a matter of... Um, the disappointing thing, Rab, mostly is that it's just a delay and trying to get people back to it. You know, that, yeah. that that's the most disappointing thing because I think everybody's kind of realized that the standard, you know, bands ways, mm-hmm. solo ways, you know, if people's been working at home, they've had a lot of time to work at home on their own plan and stuff like that there. Yeah. Solo yeah. ways, I, I wouldn't expect it really to drop any. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe in fact there could be some people out there that all they've done is been drum and pipe the whole time they've been off. <laughs> um, yeah, ba- band ways, you know, I would, I would expect it to slightly drop because uh, at the end of the day, I'm if you were to hold, you know, yeah. if you were to hold, if you were to hold, what were we in? They were in July. Mm-hmm. 
if 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 they were to come out tomorrow and say we're holding the World Pipe Band competition, and in, in August, no, it's it, it 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 wouldn't matter who you are or what you are. And as I say, I played in field marshal for for twelve years, yeah. and I seen how quickly we could come up. But even even for us in our prime, like four weeks would have been would have been, would have been a struggle. No, you know, definitely. so yeah, it, it's one of these things. It's going to just take time, and yeah, as a lot of a lot of people, you know, seem to forget that, you know, to to get do these things and do them right. You know, a lot of people will want time to prepare for them. Oh, of course, you know as yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. solos is slightly different because we can all do it ourselves. Um, with a paper, you know, or with recordings, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, that's really the, the gist of it. That's it indeed. So patience, I think, is the word that patience. we use here. It'll take time. Aaron, thank you so much, man, for chatting to us. And here's hoping no that we'll problem. see each other all back on the grass shortly, you know. Shortly, and, Rob. Yeah, shortly. no doubt. I'll be shoving a microphone in your face again, as always. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. All right, mate. Take care. Thanks right, so much Rob, for chatting take care. to us. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Ah, fantastic stuff. Thanks so much to Aaron there for giving us his opinion there. And uh, yeah, the the future is a confusing one for drummers around the world, uh, especially now considering that this event has been cancelled. We do have the hope that it will be back in 2022. It's written here in black and white that it will be. So I guess we can cling on to that, I suppose. Again, I have to reiterate that we're not disputing the reason why. We're not, you know, accusing anyone of anything. We're not doing anything like that. We're basically trying to support the idea because we have good communication here from our own chairman, Kevin Riley, who tells us that we've no idea what restrictions might be in place on October. And he's 100% right, I have to say. We're sitting here in July and things are beginning to ease. But then come the month of October, it could be a completely different ballgame. So we just don't know. So rather than taking that gamble here in the UK when things are kind of unsettled, where we are seeing infection rates on the rise, granted, there's not as many folks landing in hospital because of the vaccine and such, but yeah, infection rates are still on the rise and it is still a concern for a lot of folks. So um, yeah, I think overall the right decision has been made here. People's safety is paramount. And, uh, yeah, we will wait. Patience is a virtue. And, yeah, you know, July next year, we hope to be in the thick of a competitive pipe band season. And the world solos will be, yeah, the last thing on our minds. We'll actually be concentrating on the worlds happening in Glasgow Green in August. Mm. But we'll get to that, hopefully, in 2022, won't we? So, yeah, we have a road ahead of us, folks. And I guess, yeah. This decision does kind of stick in a lot of people's throats, but I have to say it's the right one. If I have, if I have to give my own opinion, yeah, I think it's the right one. I'm actually looking for Medufer. Where's Medufer? Draw your own conclusion. There you go. Alrighty. Well, guys, it's at this point in the show. Yes, you've guessed it. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. 
The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British drum co drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello. This is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and welcome back, actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed that cup of tea this week. <laughs> yeah, right. This week's topic of the week, we are talking about renaming confusion. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys are going to know exactly what we're talking about this week. Yes, there was a news story that broke this past week, again on the 1st of July. It was quite a busy day in the piping scene, uh, where we were told that Glasgow Police were going to be changing their name. Now, to give this full story some justice, I have to give a shout to, uh, yeah, Piping Press, who seem to be first to publish this news story. And uh, they seem to be in great haste to publish the story uh, because, um, yeah, apparently the story was incorrect. Uh <clears throat> And some very important points. Yes, the guys at Pipe and Press published the story and boom, it hit the press. And everyone started tweeting about it. It was all over social media, on Facebook and blah, blah. It was everywhere. Everyone was talking about this brand new band that was going to be created. uh, And basically it was a renaming of Glasgow Polis. Now, unfortunately, what it said in the Piping Press article is that this effectively brought an end to the Glasgow Police Pipe Band, uh, the Fife Police Pipe Band, and Grampian Police Pipe Band as well. And everyone was going, what? Now, this kind of coincided, of course, we mentioned it a while ago, about Fife Police uh, Pipe Major Douglas 
stepping down. And a lot of people got really worried as a result, thinking that Dougie stepping down as PM of Fife Polis was a reason behind this sudden name change and Fife Polis are no more and what's going on and what happened to Grampian Police and so many questions whizzing about on social media and if anything ourselves in the Big Rab Show we all kind of sat back and thought that this is altogether too confusing so we didn't report the news story to you guys we just kind of we read the reports and thought that doesn't make much sense and we sat back for a bit but the guys at Pipe and Press, they held their article online. I think they held it for as much as 24 hours before they actually went ahead and changed it. And the reason they changed it is because, uh, well, Pipe Major Dougie actually put it out on social media saying, well, this is the first he heard about it. Um, you know, he, as far as he knew, Five Polis was still there. And uh, what's going on? And then we seen a post then shortly after that from Five Police Pipe Band themselves saying... No, we're still very much in operation here. Uh, no idea what this news story is, but it's not us. Uh, we're still okay. Everything's okay in the Fife Police Camp. We're still looking for a new PM. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we seen very quickly there was redactions published in both Pipe and Press and in Bagpipe.news there was a change to their article as well. And the confusion was done. Thank goodness. And then that's when ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we kind of, well, this now makes a bit more sense. And uh, yeah, then we started sharing it out on our social media and such. And everyone was like, okay, right, now we know the crack. And yeah, so that was a little bit of um, unnecessary confusion, I suppose, around quite a complicated story anyway, I suppose. But um, yeah, I think... The lesson to be learned here, I suppose, is not to be first to the story, but be the, yeah, just get the story right, get it correct. Do you know what I mean? Ourselves in the Rab Show, we have been stung before with reporting news stories. There's been many times on Fuse FM where I have read out a story as a gospel and said, oh, yeah, that band's no more, the drum corps folded, uh, they've left, and they've left only the pipers in the band hall, there's no more band, it's over, folks. And then I would get so many angry text messages going, what are you talking about, Rab? No, the band's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been stung many times with false reports or confusing reports. So, yeah, in our experience now with reporting on the piping scene, we always like to hand, hang back and then hear it from the horse's mouth themselves before we actually report the story. Uh, so, yeah, perhaps perhaps Pipe and Press were a little bit too quick on the draw there and published something that was incorrect and caused much confusion. Anyway, far be it from me to be disparaging of another publication, but there you are. Anyway, I want to get into the whole story about why Glasgow Polis are changing their name in the first place. Now, I have to say, Glasgow Polis are not a stranger to changing their name. Now, I still, to this day find it difficult to call them Glasgow Polis. <laughs> I'm maybe showing my age here, but I remember the days of Strathclyde Police, and I have a real fond affection for them. The guys at Strathclyde, they're, they're my band, man. You know, I love them. The music they're produced, and absolutely love Strathclyde. And when they changed their name to Glasgow Polis, for the longest time, on, when I was talking on Fuse, when I was talking on the radio on the BBC, I always 
had to give both names so people understood who they were. Because, yeah, there was a lot of old fogies just like me who were like, who's Glasgow Police? Are they a new band? Oh, you mean Strathclyde? Ah, right, right, okay, I know who they are. (laughs) Now, Strathclyde Police, Glasgow Police, whatever you want to call them, they used to be called Govan Police. Do you remember this? Yeah. Now, I don't know, you may absolutely be laughing at your podcast player right now, but they used to be called Govan Police. They were also called Strathclyde, but they were also called a few permeations of various sponsors that they got in. From what I remember, back in the day, I think they used to be called British Airways or something as well. I don't know. I think they were sponsored by British Airways at a time. Uh, No, British Caledonian Airways. That's what it is. I I can't even read my own notes. Uh, But yeah, they were sponsored by various different companies throughout their history. And they did add their sponsor to their name. Now, they're not the only band to have done this. Let's talk about bands in recent days. Of course, we had People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. People's Ford, of course, is a company, a car dealership, Ford dealership, of course. Uh, Also, we have Kilts and Moore. Do you remember those guys? Yep, Kilts and Moore, Dysart and Dundonald. We also had, uh, do you remember when um, shots used to be called the House of Edgar? House of Edgar shots and Dykehead? Do you remember that? Yeah, so there's lots of bands that actually put their sponsor in the band name. Uh, one that really comes to mind, which, which was one that was actually published in a Pipes Drums article about this whole thing, was Dyko. Dyko Triumph Street. Dyko, of course, are a company. And a lot of people stopped referring to the band as Triumph Street and just started referring to them as Dyko. Now, I'm sure that really pleased the sponsor because, uh, yeah, they were very happy about that. But, um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm getting all sorts of things wrong here now. I'm looking at my notes and thinking, Scottish Power Pipe Band. Scottish Power Pipe Band used to be called Power of Scotland. And then I think they were called British Caledonian Airways. Uh, and then before that, were they Renfrew? I don't know. So this is me and my research. But basically what I'm trying to put across is that Strathclyde Police, Glasgow Police are well used to having a name change. And this is all this is, you know. And the amount of people that messaged in going, oh no, every member of the band is now sacked and they've ditched the entire pipe corps and the brand new drum corps, everyone's fired and they've brought in entirely new people. Uh, No, that's not the case. That's not what we've heard, that they've had to go and scrap the entire band. All it is is a simple name change. So, as far as I know, they will now be called, not Glasgow Police, but they'll now be called Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. Or The Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band, which doesn't really roll off the tongue as much. Uh, So, Police Scotland, uh, I think, as we will be referring to them in future... I'm not sure. Uh, Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band, they've published details of what the band will look like, including their brand new tartan, which is very dark. It's actually black, I think, in appearance, with very dark green stripes going through it, and little bits of white and stuff. Yeah, it's very foreboding, I suppose. So, very interesting indeed, uh, but the new look and the new tartan and stuff, so that's sparked a lot of speculation then about what the band will actually look like. So now we have their tartan. Do we know what their tunics will look like? Do we know what their, you know, their hose is going to look like? Will they change the colour of their drums to match the kilts and all this sort of stuff? There's lots of speculation about what the band will look like. But I think for all intents and purposes, the band will essentially sound 
the same. And that's what we're trying to put across. They will still have that big Glasgow Polis sound and those incredibly creative medleys and MSR performances that they thump out year after year. We dare say we will have more of the same. Now, Pipe Major, Chief Inspector Ewan Henderson was speaking about this and yeah in a statement he said we want to pay tribute to the contribution uh, from police scotland and the scottish police federation with their full support behind us we can look forward to a positive future as we go forward we felt a new name and change in emphasis was needed the band's membership has been strengthened the repertoire has been developed and the existing foundations of the band built on to secure its future We are incredibly grateful for everyone's support and with these important changes, the band, the future of the pipe band is bright and exciting and we look forward to representing the police service and Scotland. There you are. So that's really quite interesting and if anything, I would love to know more about this situation. What do the membership feel like when the band changes their name? And if anything, it kind of puts us piping nerds into overdrive because then we start buying everything that has Glasgow Police on it because suddenly that's now become a collector's item. (laughs) You know, because everything that I have that is Strathclyde Police, you can't get it anymore. I think I used to have an old Strathclyde t-shirt somewhere in the house. Might be sitting in my bottom drawer somewhere. Uh, But... Yeah, everyone who has a Glasgow Polis t-shirt, a hat maybe, a cap badge or a tie, then keep a hold of that because you own a piece of history right now. (laughs) Yeah, there are people out there that is just as nerdy as me and would love to purchase that stuff and add it to their collection. I'm certainly one of them. But yeah, we would love to know your opinions as much as the band members' opinions about the name change of a band. Have you been in a band and have decided to change your name? Essentially, you haven't really changed the membership. You haven't changed the sound of the band and your actual performing ability. Let's face it, this brand new band, Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band, will be, of course, competing in Grade 1. We don't expect any different. Uh, So, yeah, they'll have a brand new look, a brand new name, but we're hoping... For the same old blistering performances that they always produce. Or or will it be a complete new shift of direction like their pipe major suggested there in his statement? Yeah, it does provide a brand new platform to jump from because everyone's going to be looking and going, Oh, who are they? Are they a new band? No, they're the old band but with a new name. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, I'm sorry. I will probably still be referring to them as Strathclyde. It's just me. I'm old. I'm set in my ways. Uh, Now that I'm going to be talking on the radio, I may well have to introduce them now with three different titles. I'm going to mention them, of course. Yes, welcome to Police Scotland and Federation Band. Do you remember? Yep, they used to be Glasgow Polis. Oh, aye, and before that, they used to be Strathclyde. And before that, Govan Polis. Yeah, (laughs) It's going to get all sorts of confusing, man. Uh, But, yeah, we are interested in either hearing from some of the membership of, uh, you know, the brand new Police Scotland band. We are interested in what the new ethos is, what the new thrust is behind the band. And with this new name change and new look and everything, what the band hope to achieve now, having this new platform. Will we have a complete new sound? Are the band completely reinventing themselves? 
We don't know. But we have looked at a various different opinion pieces. I just mentioned it there earlier. Uh, an opinion piece by PipesDrums.com where they talk about a rose by any other name doesn't smell half as sweet. Do you know? And they're saying that what's in a name change? Really? Does anyone really care? <laughs> I suppose. But yes, for us piping nerds, of course we care. We absolutely care uh, because then as we're noting it in our programme... Uh, and we're wondering why Strathclyde Polis didn't lift a, a prize, but the Police Scotland band did. We have to remind ourselves, it's the same band. It's the same band. So it's going to be confusing for a while until we get used to the new name, I suppose. <laughs> Police Scotland and Federation Band, we wish you the very best of luck this incoming year in 2022. We can't wait to see you on the grass, actually. Or even if you have any photographs of you guys in your new uniforms and such... Yeah, send them our direction. We'd love to see them. Yeah, we'd love to see this new look. Uh, so for more information, of course, you can go and look at those various news sources uh, to Pipe and Press. And you can also have a look at bagpipe.news. And uh, yeah, they have published more information on this new story. And uh, kind of did pose the question for us as we were reading through this story about, well, yeah, have you been in a pipe band that has had a name change? And has it been a change and you know an overwhelming change in the band itself have you suddenly went from playing as a street band to suddenly competing in grade one do you know what i mean has that been night and day transformation or has it been the opposite effect have you been competing in grade four or grade three and then with the name change you're finding yourself that you're uh, a parade band and playing at functions now you no longer compete yeah we're interested in it we're interested in the name change kind of psychology and all of that that it involves, we want to know your opinions. Of course, our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or of course, if you do want to remain anonymous, as always you can do, you can contact us on Weekly Drone, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. Let us know your opinions and what you think about this name change for one of the big grade one big guns. Glasgow Polis are no more. Yeah, we are now to refer to them as Police Scotland. And Federation Band. So, a little confusing for us broadcasters, but we'll do what we can. And we hope you guys can do what you can as well to keep up with us with the name change. We'll, we'll do what we can. If anything, it's really reassuring to see that Police Scotland Fife, or as we know them, Fife Polish, that they are still blazing a trail. And thankfully that the news stories that were published earlier in the week were incorrect. And we're very glad for that. You know, we are huge fans of Fife Polis here on the show. And uh, we all love them. And yeah, as disappointing as it was for us to announce the news last week about uh, the change of PM and how he's stepping down. We really do hope and we wish them well in their new appointment once it finally gets sorted. We're still waiting on that. We haven't heard news yet of who's filling that role. But yeah, we wish them well, whoever it may be. And it's just great to hear that uh, Five Polis are still competing. It's fantastic news. Alrighty, guys, that's it for Topic of the Week. Thank you for tuning in this week and each and every week. And don't forget that if you haven't already, please do subscribe because then you'll get a notification to let you know that we've uploaded another one. Of course, but it's every Wednesday, so you'd never miss it anyway. But anyway, don't forget you can help support the show by going and visiting us on Patreon. Every click of support on Patreon means the world to us. Plus, there's tons of extra content over there, including the video of our interview today there with Aaron McLean that we spoke about the World Solos. That's up there now on Patreon. You can go and have a watch at that. Uh, if you are part of the Patreon faithful, 
Of course, guys, we are always contactable at any stage. And we are opening the doors to you guys. We really want your listener mail, your input, and, of course, your voicemails. We haven't had a voicemail forever. So, yeah, get them into us, folks. And it always makes for an interesting show when the piping folk engage, you know, and talk to each other. So our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And, of course, on Weekly Drone as well. Send us in your drones. Make them interesting. <laughs> I dare say we'll have some opinions about this uh, band name change and their new identity. Yeah, I'm expecting some drones on this one. So, yeah, bigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Until next week, folks, we'll see you back on Fuse again, of course, on Tuesday for another two hours of bagpiping goodness over there. Always great crack over there. If anything, we've got a lot of compliments about the music selection this week on Fuse. What a lot of fun over there on Fuse this week. And uh, also, we will check you out on the podcast next week, of course, where we will be back with quite an interesting podcast that we've been working now for quite a while. And uh, yeah, next week's topic is, it's going to be really worth listening to. I'll say that. Really, really worth listening to. Anyway, guys, I'm out the door. This is all by way of a cheerio. So I may as well say cheerio at this point. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you on the pod next week. Take care. We'll see you all again. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>